welcome to the Christchurch Winston-Salem podcast. To learn more about Christchurch, visit us at ChristchurchWS.org. Subscribe to our podcast at our website, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. Lord Jesus, what a wonderful day. What a wonderful day that you fulfilled another promise to us. Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit will come and speak to each of us tonight in the special way that we need to hear. May we hear and do and proclaim you as Lord of Lords and King of Kings. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Be, please be seated. I know this is ascension, but I want to ask you, <clears throat> have you gotten your chocolate candies that are shaped like clouds and angels yet? <laughs> have you gotten your ascension greeting card? How about those new clothes that you usually get for special days like Easter and Ascension? (laughs) Well, not really. Even though this, the Ascension is the climax of Christ's redemptive work on our behalf, it seems that the church does not regard it as a great day of celebration. It's only a minor holiday in most of the church, and it's not celebrated in wide sections of church. So just as soon, I think, as Hallmark starts making Ascension cards and the department stores start putting out Ascension decorations the day after Easter, we'll know we've finally gotten our message through. (laughs) The Ascension is the climax of the redemptive work of Christ on our behalf. And if the ascension didn't happen, Good Friday and Easter don't mean anything. Tonight, I think we can identify from Scripture at least five great reasons to celebrate this holy day. The first great reason to celebrate tonight is that the ascension means that Jesus truly is Lord. This is a truth that the Ascension teaches us, but it's one that so much of the church, I think, doesn't really believe anymore. They may confess it in the creed. They may confess it in their theological statements, but it seems that they don't really believe it because they look around at the way things are going on in the world and they listen to all the terrible news and they conclude that Christ's reign must be something that will only be accomplished in the future. It can't be a present reality, they think. But the scripture is clear on that point. Christ has ascended. Christ has ascended to take his place at the right hand of his father as depicted here in this display. Jesus said just before he ascended, that all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter, 
He must reign till he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death. Well, if the last enemy to be destroyed is death, and that happens, as Paul says, at Christ coming again with the resurrection of our bodies, then he's got to be reigning now and is currently in the process of bringing all things into subjection to himself. Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords. He's not waiting to become Lord. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And I think that's a reason to celebrate. No matter how dark and dreary the world may seem to get, no matter how anti-God, anti-Christ our culture seems to be going, the reality is that Christ really is in charge. Yes, He allows the evil one, the ruler of darkness, the devil, to dominate this world at this present time. However, He really is in control. And he is bringing history to his appointed end. He is reigning to destroy all things that impede his perfect rule in this world. That's the great message of the book of the Revelation. Christ is Lord now. And that is the number one reason to celebrate this great event in his life. He is Lord now. The second reason to celebrate the ascension is that He means He's coming back. He said it, and He'll do it. In Acts, as we heard earlier this evening, it says in first chapter, verses 10 and 11, And while they were gazing into heaven, as He went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. If he's reigning now, why does he need to return? Well, I think the answer is he will return to bring his kingdom to consummation. This is when all enemies will have been destroyed, including death itself. This is when all things will have been restored and Christ's heavenly reign will be here on the earth because His return will signal the reunion of heaven and earth. That's the new heavens and the new earth. When all things will be restored and the break between heaven and earth that occurred at the fall will be healed and rejoined. That's the hope of the ascension. That's the hope the ascension gives us. And that is a second reason to celebrate. The third reason to celebrate the ascension is that we now have an advocate with the Father. We have a great high priest who has once and for all time entered into the holy of holies of heaven itself to eternally propitiate, to eternally turn away the wrath of God from us sinners who so deserve it. This is the aspect of the ascension that gives me great hope and great comfort. And I guess I could call this aspect of the ascension the completion of Good Friday. 
The ascension is the complete of Good Friday in the sense that he had to present his sacrifice to his father. For the scripture tells us that in Hebrews that not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. Again, what is he doing up there? St. John tells us that he is a propitiation for our sins. He is eternally interceding the Father on our behalf by eternally presenting his once offered atoning sacrifice. Why do you think he still bears the wounds in his hands, and his feet, and his side? You see, Jesus is eternally presenting himself as the spotless lamb who was slain to take away our sins. The spotless lamb who was slain to take away our sins. And as our heavenly high priest, he is perpetually bringing before his father the offering of himself, which completely turns away his wrath from us so that there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Christ is eternally interceding for us on the basis of his perfect sacrifice. And that is also a great reason to celebrate. The fourth reason to celebrate the ascension is that it means Christ is more present with us now than he ever could have been if he had remained on earth. For now, he is not only present with us, but in us by his Spirit. He said to them in John, the 16th chapter, It is to your advantage that I go away, for I do not go away. If I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. It is the Holy Spirit's job, so to speak, to unite us with Christ. And so since the Holy Spirit has been poured out into the church, we can be assured that Christ is with us now more than he ever was while he was still on the earth. He is in us and we in him. And again, that's a great reason to celebrate. Finally, the fifth reason to celebrate the ascension is that it means that Christ ascended bodily into heaven. This is a guarantee that we too will one day ascend bodily. Christ has paved the way into heaven, not only for our spirits, but for our bodies as well. Paul says that when Christ returns, he will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. You see, Christ's bodily resurrection guarantees our own bodily resurrections. And his bodily ascension guarantees our bodily resurrections and our bodily ascension. And that is another great reason to celebrate this holy feast. So, brothers and sisters, 
like the disciples. Let us rejoice in the fact that Christ was parted from us and was received up into the heavens. As we've heard, the ascension gives us at least five reasons and probably many others to celebrate this crowning event in the Lord's work of redemption on our behalf. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening. To learn more about Christ Church, visit us at ChristChurchWS.org. Subscribe to our podcast at our website, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 